AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. It takes courage to grow up and turns out to be who you really are. Courage grows when you do it anyway, right? Growing up, I did a lot of things that I was terrified to do, but I acted like I wasn't. I never wanted to be scared. I never wanted to feel like that there was nothing that I could accomplish. And a part of that was growing up with two brothers and being a middle and only girl. So you were always competitive, By doing it anyway, I grew and I learned and I continue to grow and learn. Today, I will live and learn. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or 
movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. You guys are in for an amazing treat. I am so excited to have this actress on this podcast. And I love to meet and engage with people who are our favorite New Yorkers, right? Like your <laughs> Law and Order, the brand new crim- um, organized crime. Oh my God, another part of the brilliant franchise. We have Sergeant Ayana Bell here, otherwise known to all of you as Danielle Monet Truitt. Hey, yes. thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on because, um, like I said, there were some uh, common denominators, specifically Sacramento, California. When I read that, (laughs) I know a lot of actors from Sacramento. I know. There's not a ton of us, I guess, when I think about it. Yeah. A lot of people tell me that. They're like, you're from Sacramento? I've never met anybody from Sacramento. I'm like, really? Right. (laughs) I mean... We used to say that Sacramento was like one of those places, a college town, and then you just get out. Like, you yeah. can't stay there. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, now, but, but, you know, I, I love that because um, I, I I feel like, especially now that we're in the Zoom self-tape age as a casting director, that, you know, we get tapes from all over the place. Right. And, Sacramento is not one of those places that has the, you know, the the foundation of, of you know, acting classes and agents. And so right. what was it like for you in the beginnings, like, you know, um, to be inspired there to say, like, you know what, I want to I want to do this. Uh, why you choose acting? Well, I, th- I think 
I had a foundation in performance in general. I, I've been singing since I was seven. I got in drill team real young, you know, dancing mm-hmm. and talent shows and singing and all that. And then in in um, elementary school, I auditioned to play Belle in our version of Beauty and the Beast. We were mm-hmm. just lip syncing to the to the soundtrack. <laughs> but I auditioned to play Belle. I got the part. And it was just really fun, you know, acting out that role. So that was like my first little, you know, introduction, I guess, to acting. And then through high school, junior high and high school was really just singing and performing in that way. Um, But then in high school, when I became a junior, I took a theater class as an Mm -hmm. elective. So I got a little bit more of an understanding of what theater was, but Mm -hmm. I still was like focused on other stuff. I was a cheerleader. I played basketball. I did all this other stuff. So I don't have time for the commitment that theater. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I got cheerleading competition. What are you talking about? Rehearsal, you know? So then my senior year, I got hurt playing basketball, couldn't play my senior year. So I ended up in the theater class. And then when I went to college, Mm-hmm. For my elective, I took a theater class. Um, I, did, I don't think I even realized that, you know, I had kind of been bitten by the bug. I don't think I even realized it at that time. Wow. When I back, I'm like, I wonder why I didn't take a music class because I had been singing my whole life. So I took the theater class. My professor pulled me to the side about two weeks into the class and mm-hmm. asked me if I was a theater major. I said no. She encouraged me to change my major. And I was like, lady, what are you talking about? Because I was a psychology major. And oh, wow. Well, Right. And then, right. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. she asked, she told me to audition for a play called The America Play by Susie Laurie Parks. And I auditioned, I got the lead in the play, and then I got to actually go through the process of, you know, from table read to first show to closing Mm -hmm. night, you know, seeing everything come together and the magic that is theater. And I just fell in love with it. And when I did, I said, you know, I'm, I want to be an actor and I'm mm-hmm. going to be an actor that's on television or film. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to major in theater, you know, just to come back and be a professor. Not that there's anything wrong with right, that. Right. I, I understand. Once I put my mind to it, I'm like, okay, I want to learn as much as I can. I started doing, you know, community theater and there is community theater in Sacramento and there mm-hmm. are a couple of really good professional equity theaters. In oh, Sac- nice. Yeah. So B street theater is the theater where right after I graduated from college, mm-hmm. I became a company member at that theater. That's where I got my equity card. And that's where uh-huh. I really started to learn more about my craft. It went from just being like naturally talented at it to like mm-hmm. really understanding, you know, what acting is and the various ways, you know, to navigate uh, learning how to act and building characters and things like that. So Sacramento, you know, it's not one of the big places, but there's some very talented actors, you mm-hmm. know, and directors and stuff in Sac- in Sacramento. Uh, California Music Circus is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sacramento Theater Company is another equity theater that's there. So um, after I had worked at those theaters, I was like, mm-hmm. I think it's time for me to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to get on TV or film, yeah. then I made my move to LA. So there's a couple of things that I want to ask you from what you just said. The first thing is um, bitten by the bug, because when I first started teaching 26 years ago and I was six months pregnant with my son, 
um, I had three students and I said to them that no matter how you try to disguise it, you know, you can act like you don't want to do it anymore or you go into a different direction, whatever. You're never, ever going to lose that feeling of what it's like to be bitten by this bug of acting. <laughs> yes. And that's where for me and watching you and talking to you like. Your confirmation, I just want to let you know, your confirmation of, of a conversation we had before you got on the phone. And oh, the confirmation wow. that you are is that when you, when we put our mind to something and say, this is what I want to pursue, like, I don't feel like there was anything in your mind that was like, you know what? I probably won't make it. Or <laughs> I ain't going to get a role. Like, I don't feel like there was anything in your DNA yeah. that says that. So it has something to do with bitten by the bug. There's a, something. So can you explain that? I, I think I think getting bitten by the bug has a lot to do with an access to a part of you that you didn't know you possessed. You know, I think that as we grow into adults or as we experience certain things, um, we there's a point where we're like, oh, there's another layer to me. There's some, there's like something underneath the stuff I've been doing my whole life that everybody mm -hmm. else told me that, you know, oh, you're such a great singer. Oh, you're a great performer or whatever. Not even knowing that there's deeper layers to that. And even with the acting, once I became an actor, I realized like, oh, I love to produce. I love to direct. There's no way that you know about all the things the depth of who you are, unless you try things, you know, so me taking her word for it, I know how I felt when I act, mm -hmm. when I started acting, I'm like, Oh, okay, this is fun. This mm -hmm. comes natural. This kind of comes natural to me. I, I don't understand all of the technique that necessarily and how to analyze characters. And I don't understand it. Like I'm still learning how to do that, but mm -hmm. I know how I feel. Right. And, that's a, a big part of acting is, yep. is, is feeling, you know? And so I think when I was bitten by the bug, it just, I accessed a different part of my gift that God had given me that I didn't really know mm. was there. And then it was easy. It, it, it came easy to me. It got hard later, like, you know, but I think mm -hmm. when you're bitten by the bug initially, it comes easy to you. It's like fun and it's this yeah. feeling in your that your body gets, you know, when you're doing mm -hmm. it. And it prepares you for later when stuff gets hard because it 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 does. Like you can't live in that infatuation of, you know, trying something new forever. And mm -hmm. at some point if you want to grow, you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta dig deeper. So yeah. <laughs> confirmation after confirmation. The thing that I love that you said, all of it, but in, in terms of like these layers, right? The convenience that you have as an actress is that you get a script. So yeah. you get to live Sergeant Ayanna Bell's life. You get to know these things. We don't have a script next to our bed that says, Danielle, who am I going <laughs> to meet today? What's my dialogue going to be, right? <laughs> right? So I, I love when sometimes. you talk about which parallels as an actress, as you are engaging and going through these layers of a character, you're also allowing yourself to be vulnerable as a person to go through those layers yourself. Because if we don't go through challenges in life, how are we going to grow or know our growth? Right. Right. So true. And that's where I think where you said, 
I don't say hard, but I say challenging because then after you overcome a challenge, the confidence. So when you said it gets harder, more challenging, ladies and gentlemen, that's when she's talking about the law and orders. That's when she's talking about because that's the machine that works over there. Mm -hmm. Right. They have a formula. They have skill set. Tell them, Danielle. <laughs> Tell them, Danielle. The you know where I'm going. Set. Yeah, it's completely different. It's not how you're going to feel when you're in college or when you're, you know, getting to do theater or whatever. Theater is my favorite. That's, that's, Me too. that's the love of my life. I will always love being on stage and the work you get to do and the time that you get to sit with the material and, you know, you get to play every night and do it mm. different. Being in procedural land, <laughs> is it is not the same. And you no. have to be... It really requires you. The real challenge, I think, mm-hmm. is to take continue to take ownership over your creativity and continue to take ownership over who you are as an artist, right. your development. Because right. once you get a part like this or you're on a show like this, like like you said, it's a formula, it's a machine. There's a certain skill set you have to learn. You got to work fast. Yeah, you got to learn lines fast. You got to be able to tell a story with not a lot of time and access certain emotions quickly. You know, you don't you don't have the time that you have to develop things when you're in other mediums, you know, of acting. And then you got to determine like on my hiatus, I made a promise to myself that I'm Mm going to do play Mm. or I'm going to shoot a film or I'm going to produce something. I'm going to do something creative. Mm-hmm. During my hiatus, and that's hard. Yeah. I have kids, and I want to spend time with them during my hiatus as well. Right. But my creativity, I cannot let it. My development slow down. Right. Because I'm doing 22 episodes of Law and Order. I can't right. be Sarvel forever. I have other. I still that's have right. other dreams, other things, you know, that I want to do. And there's other characters I I have played. And we'll play in the future yeah. and I gotta be prepared for the, for them. You know, I, I pray that you guys are documenting this and listening to this because one of the things that you said in terms of you don't want to lose your creativity when you come like this is a franchise. It has history. It is successful. Bottom line. We're yeah. in show business, not show craft or show art. So the thing that is really maintaining your sanity check is the fact that you can go outside of this and continue to nurture your talent because I'm going to tell Danielle can tell you, Danielle, there's a certain amount of a percentage of directors. We're not naming anybody, but they are just there for the shot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Setting up the shot. When I was on the set with my clients and I was on the road with Buster and Eve for um, six years back and forth and they had the luxury you know, with all their directors to, you know, go up to the director or me to say, are there any adjustments that need to be made? Even if there aren't any adjustments that need to be made, ladies and gentlemen, you still like that. You did a great job. That was a great choice, Danielle. It gives you something. And my experience on the sets with them on a lot of shows that we did that they didn't have that connection, that communication, that relationship, which really takes you as an actor above and beyond in just having that space. Yes. Yeah. Very, very true. I think now um, it it seems like there's a lot of actors who are becoming directors. Yeah. Which 
really cool because when you get yeah. an, they call it an actor's director. When you get yeah. an actor's director, it's awesome because they play. They, I love being directed. That's one of the things when I first started acting in college, that was my favorite part of the, of the process of mm-hmm. putting on a play was being directed because mm-hmm. I knew I was 19 at the time. I didn't know anything about acting. I knew I, I kind of started late, you know, mm-hmm. so I wanted to learn as much as possible. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I can go off my own instinct and I have great instinct, instinct, mm-hmm. but having another person look at what you're doing and be able to draw more out of you is that's fun to me, you know? So I love when the, I get a director that's like, Hey, you know, I know you're, you've been, this is your third season on the show. I right. know you know Belle, but, but the crazy part is I've lived with myself for 41 years and I still don't all the way know me. So there's no way I'm going to know everything about my character either. Cause right. I'm continuing to evolve and Belle is continuing to evolve and we're doing it together. So you have to take ownership over your role. You got to take ownership over your craft. You, the people that you're working with on the show, if yeah. we have, if we have a director who is all about the shot mm-hmm. and luckily we haven't had that many, many of those kind of directors, we, as the actors, which is something you learn the opposite in, in theater, like don't uh-huh. talk to each other, don't direct another actor, right, you know, don't right, tell right. Another actor. but true. When you get on shows like this, like, and you have camaraderie amongst each other, we depend on one another to be like, Hey, Hey, when you do it this time, I think you should try such and such yeah. and such. Because we all on the same show. Yeah. You know, we want yeah. all of us, we all want to be great. We yeah. all want to shine. We and I want to be able to play with you. Yeah. And you give me what I need and I give you what you need. You know, exactly. So that's the other way you can take care of yourself as an yeah. actor is to ask your castmates, those that you respect, you know. Yeah. Me and Chris do that all the time. I'd be like, hey, what, 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 what are you thinking about this scene? You know? And right. he's like, okay, Good. if I could offer such and such, I would try this. And I'd be like, okay, cool. And I'll try it. And there's other times he's like, oh, I don't really understand, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, I do. Wow. <laughs> you know, so, and it's great. But yeah. That's great. And, you know, the thing is, is that it just becomes like, uh, like you said, you know, it's an ensemble show. I mean, there are leads in it, but you all want to shine and you want to make it a great project for everyone. When I would be on the set, I came with either Buster or Eve, right? But actors were always pulling my coattail, like Tracy, like, I'm just saying, son, if you see something, son, son, (laughs) like, you know, um, when we did Shaft, you know, because and Buster was so good in that. And I love oh. Buster Rhymes. I'm a huge Buster Rhymes fan. Oh. I love him. I used to have posters of him on my wall when I was in high school. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I would I put it him. out there that y'all do a show together. Because oh I I mean I I am a big cheerleader of his to act. He's good. But, you know, music is that's his oh, that is his true love. Yeah, and he's um, amazing. But, um, and, and, and the thing, and, and I, I, we, after we did Chaff, we did Finding Forrester, which I thought was such an amazing project to work on Gus Van Zandt. And, and it also allowed me time to give him that character development and understand that character because it wasn't Rashid, it was, you know, someone else. So, um, um, I want to talk about before I see five minutes, because I'm going to get real nervous about this. Um, 
your heart is amazing. Like you, no, seriously, Danielle, um, you are why I do what I do. Thank you. You are why. It is, as casting directors, Elsa works with me and, you know, she's had these experiences in meeting actors, but like when we know that we know, we know. You know, and the fact that like, you know, even though 19 might be late. Oh, I was going to say this. Elsa, we're going to make a note. You are not 41. I don't care what you say, Danielle. <laughs> Your age range, son, son, is between 32 and 35. So don't you ever. <laughs> you said 40. I felt my heart drop. Like, what is she talking about? Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I did because the first thing when I told you about, you know, the show at the beginning, right? And the actress, I know how old she is. So I was looking at you like, why would they go to Danny? <laughs> right, right. Like, like, she's too young for this part, but maybe they turned it up, they rewrote it or something, right? Yeah, they so, made her like 30s, whatever. Early yeah. 30s, like you told, I was, I was living in 32 to 35 range because we don't talk in your age, we talk in range. Right. So that's where I was living. The 41 threw me off. <laughs> threw me off. I was done. I was like, wait, I got to ask Elsa when we get finished this. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, I don't. You look I great. You look, you look you. amazing. But just going back, I just, I, I really wanted to talk about you guys, like, and, and going back to your heart is this you and the community and giving back to the community and being a part of the community and, you know, Be Eternal, the Thriving Artist Series. Please tell our audience about it. I think it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. So, oh, gosh, this had to be about five years ago. I was unemployed. This is after I did Rebel. And speaking of people who, like, with a big heart that see amazing things in people, I got to always give a shout out to and rest in peace to John Singleton. He's Amen. a huge influence on my life and directed Busta. And yes, uh, <laughs> we lived with him for 85 days. I love it. <laughs> I love that man uh, so much, but um, yeah, after, Rebel. yeah, yeah. After I did rebel only got one season and I was back unemployed. And of course, you know, it took me 10 years to get my own television show, which I wasn't even expecting that at that time. So it kind of blew me away and I was just excited and I didn't right. expect it to end so fast, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't know how to navigate my emotions and not feel like it was my fault and mm. not feel like, oh, I, I might not get another opportunity. Like, right. you know, be like this has been like, remember that girl that did that show Rebel? <laughs> Whatever happened to her? Like, the, oh my God, the, no. Years, you know, in my head. And right was at home and I'm like, man, like actors, we have a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity to hone your craft and work on, you know, being a better actor, but right. there's not a lot of, and thank God for your podcast, you know, there's not a lot of outlets for actors to go to be built up emotionally, you know, mm -hmm. for the career choice that they've made, because it is challenging, as you yes. said, you know, and there's high, high highs which, which make you want to continue on and yep. there's low, low lows that make you want to quit until yeah. you get another high. And then you're like, wait, no, I can't quit because this high feels so good, you know? Yes. And I look at other artists that I have 
have influenced me over the years. You know, Whitney Houston was a huge influence. Oh. I always say her and my oh. mama talk about the scene. You know, me yeah. listen, listening to her tapes, because that's how old I am, her cassette tapes, learning how to sing. And, you know, I loved Whitney, you know, and the way Whitney left us is still heartbreaking, you know, yeah. to me. And yeah. Michael Jackson, I yeah. I used to, he was my invisible friend, you know, when I was in, in kindergarten. I'd be like, mom, yes. put a cereal bowl for Michael so we can eat breakfast together. Like, I loved him, you know, yes. to, see, to see the things that they had to endure. And so I'm yeah. like, artists are special. Like, God has given us a very special gift to create because yeah. that's who he is, a creator. And I think that's why a lot of us struggle a lot with depression, anxiety, you know, just emotional turmoil. And then you have people, you know, that want to use you for what you can give them, but they don't care about who you are, you know? No. So I wanted to start something to pour into artists so that they can feel um, like their purpose is not surrounded around what they can do, Ew. but it's who they are. You know, Ooh. it's about the being, not about the doing. So I kind of changed the title to Artist Empowerment. Um, oh. That's like that's like the series is Be Eternal, The Thriving Artist. That's like the overarching thing. But I would do these talks called Artist Empowerment, you know, and, and mm -hmm. it would talk about failure, how it doesn't how failure doesn't exist. It's, it's really just a catalyst, you know, for you to to grow, yeah. you know, and yeah. It's been very, it helped me, honestly, to get yeah. through that time of depression. Instead of me sitting and wallowing, uh, wallowing in my defeat or my perceived defeat, right. I found resources to encourage me. And then I use those resources to encourage others because it still keeps me encouraged. You know, I was auditioning, testing for stuff, get, you know, getting told no while I was doing these courses for people. Wow. And it, helped me, it helped me get through it, you know? So it's wow. definitely something I want to continue to do and figure out, you know, as COVID messed up a lot of, you know, stuff getting together in person, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I care. I love artists. I care about us so me much, too. especially Black artists. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to see us thrive. I want to see us yeah. be amazing at our craft and thrive as, as people. And, you know, I came into casting in 87 at MTV and literally breakdowns were just black and white and other, you know, <laughs> literally that's what people. And then it, I saw when it added, you know, um, African-American, Asian, um, you know, so, you know, to be in 2022 now and still really that's why Inside the Black Box was created, because we need a platform, we need a voice and I'm going to extend the invitation as well to you because what you are creating is a blessing and you are saving lives. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know because I, I touch people physically, you know, in live auditions, encouragement and all of that. And when COVID came, there are a lot of people who've never heard their own thoughts before, mm -hmm. who've never listened to their own thoughts. And for a lot of them, it became frightening. And so, um, I think as art, all my friends are actors. I feel like I know all the scenarios, all the different, you know, um, you just need that encouragement on the journey because you hold the vision of you getting there. Yes. 
or, you know, I don't believe in making it. I, I believe when you're, you're just doing, you're making it. You, this is all encompasses yeah. the journey. So yeah. when you've gotten that role that gets that acknowledgement and people start to know your name, you know, that's where you're going to, but on that journey, you go ahead. Oh my God. Yes. Like, yes. you know, so I, I want to stay in touch with you simply for that as well, because how the spirited actor can somehow marry with you or support oh, you, we are there. Because this is something that our actors need as well. Um, I'm so sad, but we'll do a Daniel <laughs> part two because our interview yes. is over. <laughs> but we go to a Daniel part two, y'all. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please put put your hands together for the wonderful, lovely, extraordinaire, phenomenal actress (laughs) producer, Danielle Monet Truitt. Thank you so much. (laughs) And we'll be back, you guys. Don't go away because we're still blessed to have Danielle with us. We'll be back on the Spirit Act podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for Class in Session. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. So blessed. I am so grateful for today. We still have actress Danielle Monet Truitt with us. So sit tight because she is just dropping jewels. Just dropping. I hope you've been following with your treasure chest. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so. We are in class and session, and this is where we have our guest see a scene or a monologue, and then Danielle, whatever feedback you want to give them, fabulous. So I'm going to throw in um, Elsa right now, uh, Wonder Woman. Elsa is going to come on and introduce our spirited actor alumni. 
And she's yes. also doing the narrative. Okay, yes. Elsa. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome, Danielle. Wonderful, wonderful interview. So many, so many gems, like Tracy said. Thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Today we have for our class and session, two of our spirited actor OGs. We have Miss Jaleesa Capri. Hey. And Mr. Julius Reese. Hello, hello, hello. And today's scene is written by Dana Keel, entitled The Lobby. Interior Community Center Lobby Day. Jonathan and Yolanda sit in a chair apart on a row of connected chairs against a wall. Jonathan's eyes are glassy and his head is tilted up. Yolanda sobs quietly, looking straight ahead. You've been here before? My third time. It's my second. And these meetings are I know, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe the trick is to become addicted to the meetings. <laughs> yeah, and then we can break the other habit. <laughs> Which meeting do you go to? NA. Can you? Well, there's one for dead that I go to, but there's this new one. Oh, the new one's for fear, I heard. Yeah. What are you afraid of? Everything. I mean, failure, success, and everything in between. Yeah. Everyone's afraid of something. Isn't a little fear normal? Normalized, but I don't think all of my fear is normal. I mean, have you ever thought about why you're addicted? Well, uh, I started using uh, to party. But that that feeling, you know, I wanted to feel more of it more of the time. And then that turned into all of the time. time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it normal to, to want to feel good? I mean, it is. But but taking pills or drinking to do that can slip out from under us. And that... That part becomes quote unquote normal, you know. I mean, are are you afraid to feel something other than happy? Nobody wants to feel sad. Uh, yes, you're right. But are you afraid to be sad? Jonathan pauses and he takes a look at Yolanda. A tear falls from his eye. Yes, but <laughs> now is that normal? I mean. Emotions, feelings are normal. We don't have to fear our feelings. See. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Julissa and Julius. Okay, Danielle, I'm going to throw it to you. Okay. Uh, first of all, fantastic job. Both of you guys are dynamic actors so I'll just start I'll just start with that like the scene was great I don't know if you guys practiced rehearsed together or not before you just did it uh I make I'll, them do cold they great 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 um so what I would say is in at the very top um I would allow yourself more time to engage with one another so who's who starts off the is it, it's Julius right your character you start mm -hmm. off so, you know, 
when you're at a place that you've either never been or you don't really know the people who are there and there's this uncomfortable like feeling you're sitting next to somebody, but you kind of want to stay, you know, in your own world. I think I think Jalisa, I think you kind of are <clears throat> you might barely even realize he's there. You know what I mean? You're you're very much caught up in, you know, what you're going through, how you feel about, you know, being there. Julius, I think you, like you guys talk about in the scene later, you run away from emotion. You know, you you put on, you're funny, you're charismatic, you know, to to compensate for the sadness that you feel because you don't want to feel it, you know? So I think the more you fight, like the more you fight your sadness, the um the more interesting, like you're already super interesting as an actor. Like you're very interesting to watch, period, you know? Um, but I think when you, before you actually speak to her, I kind of want to see you, I want to see you see her. Like you're, you're, okay. your eyes are kind of up in the air or whatever. And then you, you know, you kind of look at her, you see her crying, you know, mm. you look away, you decide, you decide when you want to, break the ice when you want to talk to her. Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And then Jaleesa, <clears throat> for you, I feel like the thing that would make it really, really interesting to watch is, yeah, you're sad, but I want to see you fight against your sadness. Mm. Like, and it's not the same as what I'm saying to him. He, he wants to put on, put on a little bit more that he's, Okay, I'm okay. Like, yeah, I'm in rehab, but I'm okay. You're, I think for you, the most interesting about thing about seeing someone cry, and the reason why I can say this, because I am like the I pride myself on how well I can cry <laughs> when I <laughs> like it don't take nothing. Like when I was a kid, as soon as my mama t- said something to me, I'm like, ah, that was like, me. Like, why are you crying? You know. So I can cry and you have that talent. I, I see you have a well of emotion inside you. So the thing that makes it even better for the audience to watch is to see you fight against your emotion. You know what I mean? Like, and so when those tears do come, it's not that you work, not that you worked for it at all. There's, you know, relax, relax your body, relax your face. You know what I mean? Like, just let those words come out and that emotion is going to, it'll come when it's supposed to. You know what I mean? Um, what else? Uh, I think, too, and this is if you guys were actually working on it, you know, together for over time, you know, finding the build in the scene, you know, right. find, like starting off really uncomfortable with one another and then finding that moment where it's like, oh, shit, you understand me. I understand. I understand you. I feel like I have a fr- I do have a friend. I'm not alone. You know, I'm not alone in my addiction. I'm there's someone who does kind of understand me and will also challenge me and see like where the see where the ebbs and flows and the levels are, you know, in the scene. But I don't have many acting notes for y'all. You guys are fantastic. Like, you know, you guys are great. <laughs> you know, I saw all the credits you have, but we're ha- we're adding director. 
<laughs> and you heard it first on the Spirit Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. <laughs> yeah. <Yay. laughs> 2023, look out for it. Look out I for it, y'all. <laughs> just say it. I Danielle. hope it was helpful. Thank you, guys. It was. Um, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, I, I just want to uh, say that, you know, um, I know that it's helpful. I, I, I know both these actors very well, and they're beaming right now. And just on a spiritual sense, you fed both of their souls today. Thank you. You fed it. That's what means the most to me. (laughs) This is an example of the work that you're out there doing. So I just want you to know, this is the manifestation of what it looks like. Thank you so much. (laughs) It was a pleasure. Yes. I can't wait to come back and I talk to you more, Tracy. And y'all keep doing what you're doing. Yes, part two. We're definitely doing part two. So everybody stand up. Stand up. I got back issues, Danielle, but I would stand up. Uh, but everybody stand up for the actress extraordinaire, producer, and now you heard it here first, director. Okay? Danielle, Monet, <laughs> Truitt, we love you. Thank you. I love you guys, too. Have a great, great day. And now it's time to give love. My ex-husband, Steve, passed 20 years ago. Today, we celebrate his 63rd birthday. I can honestly say that he taught me courage. When I moved to New York City in 1983 with $200, a one-way ticket, and a trunk, I was terrified. I did it anyway. I met Steve, and he was a reflection of rock hard. They used to call him the man of steel because he was in the entertainment business, but he was definitely the manifestation of courage. And it was that courage that he taught me, that I drew from, that helped me with our daughter Radiance during his journey with cancer. Courage is the fuel in your journey. Don't fear it. Embrace it and trust the path. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.